Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Michael Wald. You're listening to Ask the Blood Detective, and today's topic is called the prevention of disease and disability. And I'm going to throw in a little weight loss in there because proper weight maintenance means more than you might think. In other words, as we age, we tend to atrophy. We tend to shrink. Of course, we're all aware that some of us get much heavier as we age, but the kind of weight loss that we consistently have, whether we get larger and gain weight as we get age, or whether we shrink or atrophy as we age, is that there's a loss of lean body tissue. So basically, the body has two sort of categories of tissue. There's fat tissue, and everything else is lean body mass. And what's included in the lean body mass are all of your organs. And what consistently happens as we age, unless we do something about it, although eventually it'll happen to every one of us, is we lose our organ mass. If we lose organ mass, well, what's going to happen? Well, that means the organs will start to decay. They will start working incorrectly. And then one's blood work starts to become abnormal. So it's very important when we're planning on aging as well as possible that we retain as much lean body mass as we can. Now, luckily, there are many things that we can do to retain lean body mass. So the talk, which again, for those of you just joining me, is known as the prevention of disease and disability and weight loss. I'll talk about different nutritional supplements that have been proven in the nutrition and medical literature to help us hold on to lean body mass. But there's one other point I haven't made yet that has to do with lean body mass. We've already established if you lose lean body mass, your organs start to decay and you start to age. So if we want to prevent or offset disease and disability, we need to do something natural or otherwise to retain our lean body mass. There are nutritional supplements for this, and there is, of course, a certain uh, way to eat which can help us do this. And how would you know that whatever it is you're doing, whatever natural plan of action that you have to offset disease and disability by retaining lean organ mass works? How, how are you going to know it's working? Well, one of the tests I've mentioned uh, in earlier shows of Ask the Blood Detective is the bio, uh, body composition test or bioimpedance test. So this is a test that involves four tiny stickers, two of those stickers being placed on the right hand at specific locations and two stickers placed on the right foot. A mild electric current is sent through the body. You don't feel anything. And it goes through muscle, fat, and water at a different rate. And then that can calculate where the computer then is fed that information, which then calculates your metabolic rate plus the percentage of muscle, water, and fat in your body. Or I should say more accurately, lean body mass. Muscle is also part of lean body mass. So bodybuilders, for example, or people who weight train, they may have a sort of a skewed lean body mass where you don't know the difference between their organ mass and their muscle mass. But there are ways of figuring that out too. But for, the, for most of us, the bioimpedance test is the way to go. And for those of you thinking that you can use some bioimpedance scale where you're just standing on it to get an accurate measurement of lean organ mass or lean body mass, that will not work. That only measures the lower part of the body. And if you're thinking that you can use one where you hold your hands, well, that's only going to tell you the upper part. And then there are commercial units that have you stand on something and hold something so it goes through the entire body, except when they're non-medical grade technologies, they don't tend to be reliable. So let's progress through this conversation on the prevention of disease and disability because this literally can affect your life. First, let's start with aging. What is aging and disease and, and what about health span? First of all, aging, as we all can imagine, is a complex, 
multifactorial biological process that's shared by, by all mammals, by all living organisms. And aging is manifested by a gradual decline in our physiologic function over the course of time, some of us slower than others. Aging holds significant importance for human health because it increases susceptibility to disease, and we all want to offset disease. Whether we're talking about cancer, metabolic disorders, the different forms of diabetes, type 1, type 2, cardiovascular disorders, neurologic disorders, you name it. Aging, if you, as you age, you are at ever-increasing risk of developing one or more diseases. Why do we age? Well, there is what's called biological age and chronological age. And I always tell people that I work with that, what I'm going to help you do is biologically age better. Because chronological age is how old you are in years. And that you can't change. But biomarker tests are tests that measure biologic aging. For example, I can do what is called a cardio beam test, which involves putting a mild electric current through the tip of the finger. And that little current jumps around your entire body. And as it's going through the blood vessels in the finger, it goes through the entire blood vessel system in the body, the arterial system. And it bounces off the sides of the arterial walls, like a, like a sound wave might bounce off a tube, right? But depending on how hard the artery is, we're going to get a different bounce off, much quicker bounce off if the artery is hard. And if it's softer or more elastic, then we have obviously a different bounce off. And based upon that bounce off throughout the entire body, I can tell someone their, their actual biological age of their entire cardiovascular system. So that when I recommend the proper lifestyle uh, measurements and, and, and points like health, uh, healthy food and exercise and supplementation and relaxation and all these different things, we can see the biological age improve. Because taking a bunch of supplements and eating a vegan diet does not guarantee that you're going to be able to reverse biological age. But what is this really all about? For me, at least, it is about having myself, because I practice this myself, and any of my patients live longer within what's called the non-disability stage of life. In other words, we are living longer. I've said that before on uh, Ask the Blood Detector. We're living longer, but we're living longer suffering from multiple diseases. That's called di disease clusters. We want to live longer, obviously, with less disease and, a more, and greater ability to live life fully to run, to jump, to be, pay, be attentive, to have memory. We want to age biologically well. So this conversation, this show today is not about necessarily living longer, but it is about living longer during that non-disability, extremely productive phase of life. So think of it this way. When you do nutrition right, you want the repair process in the body to exceed the disrepair process. Right? Makes sense. You want to repair, your cells need to repair faster and better than uh, your cells are disrepairing. And as you age, you start to break down, you start to disrepair. And what happens is if you do not have the proper nutrition, then your body cannot repair properly and everything breaks down. If, if things break down more in your arteries, you get arterial disease, atherosclerosis, arterial sclerosis. If your aging process is exceeding the repair process in the brain, you might have brain fog, minimal brain dysfunction. You might have Alzheimer's dementia. You might have Parkinson's disease. You might have multiple sclerosis, so all sorts of things. So we age differently, but we also age differently in our different tissues in the body. For those of you who are just joining, thank you so much. My name is Dr. Michael Wald. I am a uh, holistic doctor who practices in Westchester, New York, in both Mount Kisco and in Katona. That's, my offices are located about an hour north of New York City. I'm available to you uh, folks at any point for nutritional consultation, either um, at a distance over the phone or in person. Check out my website at intmedny.com. I-N-T-M-E-D-N-Y.com. Call me if you want to talk and give me your show topics, just like you did today's topic on prevention of disease and disability and weight loss by calling 914-552-1442. So I'm going to jump right in to some key nutritional components from a supplement point of view. 
I uh, believe that nutritional supplements are extremely important, as is diet. And I don't believe that one is necessarily more important than the other. We don't have to pitch them against one another. We can just use them. So um, I know there's that whole big controversy where some are claiming we don't need supplements and others claiming we just need to eat well. I would direct you to listening to my show, um, Foods versus Supplements, which you'll find on the blog of my website, which is intmedny.com. Just go to the blog, click on any of the titles as you scroll down the page. So I have four different superfood products. One is orange, one is purple, one is red, and one is green. And they are those colors because of the predominance of plant foods that have those colors. And I do use each of them for sort of different organ support. But for from a general uh, slowing of aging down, uh, my specific products have not been studied in aging studies, but their ingredients have. Most of their ingredients have or many of their ingredients have. So I put all of my patients on these four products, which I call Detox 1, Detox 2, Detox 3, and Detox 4. A half a scoop of each mixed all together at one time in water, diluted to taste, drinking uh, or drank, I should say, um, with or without food. One of them I want to me- mention specifically, which is the orange one. Now, the orange one is mostly focused on the nervous system because our nervous system controls everything in the body and every other organ, tissue, and cell in the body gives feedback to the nervous system. So I had to put together a meaningful formula there. So I'll tell you more about the orange powder in a second. Well, I, well, I will tell you it actually right now. What this product does is that it has a whole bunch of different supplementation that science has shown help maintain the integrity of the nervous system. So for example, uh, it has uva ursi leaf. Uva ursi leaf has been shown to maintain a part of the brain called the hippocampus so that a person can think longer, uh, so that the brain doesn't degenerate as quickly. It also is good for maintaining overall energy in the body, sugar balance, fat burning, and mood because of the different types of nutrition. I'll give you a quick rundown now of my like top seven or eight supplements, and then I will tell you more about the ingredients later. I think I would, pre- I would prefer to do that. And then there's something called alkaline creatine. Now, creatine is used by muscle builders, but it's also very good for offsetting weight loss in cancer patients, which is associated with early death. The more lean tissue they use, the faster they die. And also, uh, creatine is essential for maintaining lean organ mass, which we've already established in the show, that we need to offset aging so that we live longer in the where, folks? In the non-disability stage of life. So an alkaline creatine is a form of creatine that helps maintain the body's pH in the upper end of the normal range, which should be about 7.45. We're talking blood pH, folks. We're not talking urine or saliva right now. And that's important because when people break down in age, their pHs in their blood start to drop. Even a little bit is is very problemsome. The low end of the blood pH scale is 7.35. If someone has a 7.35, Zero. That doesn't sound like a whole lot of difference, right? 7.30, 7.35, only 0.5 difference. They tend to age far, far worse than if they maintain a normal pH and especially compared to a pH on the upper end of the range, which is more desirable. So we want creatine for that purpose. And then we want whey protein. There are, there's something special about whey protein. There's a lot special about whey protein. It helps maintain the lean organ mass. It helps maintain muscles. You need protein to develop the immune system. You need whey protein, which has very, a very favorable amino acid balance for liver detoxification and also for repair and maintenance of the, of the immune system and to promote healthy weight loss because whey protein builds up the lean tissue and then weight loss can happen that way. You don't want weight loss where you're losing lean tissue ever. But that is when that is how most people lose weight. We also want CoQ10, ubiquinol, the active form of CoQ10. 
the organs that have the most amount of cellular energy production, what's called mitochondria, the cardiovascular system, the liver, for example, you need CoQ10. But CoQ10 is ubiquinol, right? It, because it's ubiquitous. It's found in every single cell. So there's hardly a disease or condition that does not show benefit by proper supplementation with CoQ10. And I just want to take this opportunity to remind everyone that it is not enough to just take the right supplements. You need to take the right dosing for your health problems, which might be very different than the person standing next to you. Even if they're the same age, the same sex, and all of that, you need the right dosing based on your combination of health conditions, your, your medications, your lifestyle, uh, your uh, environmental uh, influences upon your health, your genetics, your health goals, all of that are important in terms of determining your dosing. Plus, I rely in part by the lean body mass measurement because dosing should be based upon lean body mass. And another nutritional strategy, very simple, that studies have shown can add to delaying early onset of disease and disability is the use of or the proper use of probiotics. So I have a probiotic, which I call superbugs, because it has a great combination of both lactobacillus acidophilus, several different cousins, seven different forms, and then it also has the bifidobacteria. Certain bacteria, first of all, they need, your probiotic must be in CFU units. So if it says 5 billion, it needs to say 5 billion CFU. Any other type of designation for dose is entirely unreliable and is not to be trusted. This is not my information. That is just based on what has been determined uh, to be the standard uh, universally and uh, throughout the world, really, uh, the, throughout the world, really, the CFU units. So when you take a probiotic, you want to take it with whey protein. Why specifically whey protein? Studies have shown and many decades of experience on my part, 28 years actually, have shown that you can double the effectiveness of probiotics if you take them with whey protein. So if you take 5 billion CFUs alone, you'll get the effects of 5 billion. But if you take it with whey protein, that's specifically based on your lean body mass, then you're getting double that. It's acting like 10 million CFU. Oh, sorry, 10 billion CFU. That's a big difference. <laughs> Probiotics are needed to reduce inflammation, to improve intestinal motility, movement, to reduce and cure diarrhea, to acidify the urine, offsetting UTIs, to modulate the immune system through inflammation. It offsets cancer by helping to detoxify and probiotics help the body produce certain anti-cancer elements and processes. There's even probiotics that have been shown to promote mental wellness and weight loss, things that you would never even think about just a few years ago. Depression, schizophrenia, bipolar, all of these health problems plus others have been shown to be helped with probiotics which act upon the body in such a way to produce an increase in dopamine and or serotonin and norepinephrine. And probiotics are super easy to take. And when you take them in the form of a supplement as, as opposed to, let's say, yogurt or you grow your own probiotics, you just don't know what you really have. And then we want, we're going to talk more about liver support, enzymes, and even omega-3 fatty acids. But let me get back to some, some important aging concepts again. To begin with, I mentioned the orange-colored powder, Okay. Detox 3 is the orange powder. I mentioned it was important for the nervous system, for energy, for blood sugar, for fat burning, and for mood. And because some of the key ingredients are all the orange-containing sorts of uh, proanthocyanidins and other uh, very essential compounds and plant products that would give us that, that color, like peaches and nectarines and tangerines and uh, cantaloupe and kumquats and apricots, papaya, clementines, pineapples, the list goes on and on. It's got all of that and many, many more uh, within this product, but it also has three important ingredients for nervous system, brain, energy, all that, which is taurine, 
inositol, DMG, and the white variety of Panax ginseng. The, the white Panax ginseng is harvested between its fourth and sixth year of growth. And that time frame is something magical about the harvesting of this particular uh, Panax ginseng type, where it has more of these very uh, complicated sounding ingredients within those that are targeting the nervous system. And remember, the nervous system controls everything else in the body. And then DMG, or dimethylglycine, is a methylator, right? As the, the term would imply, DMG, dimethylglycine. The body needs methyl groups. DMG is one of the more important ways of the body getting uh, methyl groups. You need methylation for healing of all tissues. So there's also a specific amount of fiber and uh, even some CoQ10 along with these other elements so that Detox 3 targets the central and the peripheral nervous system. And I just also want to mention the inositol and the taurine compounds. Now, inositol and taurine are absolutely fundamental for brain. The, the brain in its membranes has something called phosphatidyl inositol, phosphatidyl inositol, which is an element that gives structure to the brain, and that structure allows the neurologic impulses to propagate and run through the brain, giving us proper mood, intelligence, energy, perception, and all of that. So we want that inositol, and it works much better with DMG, and, and those two work much better with white panic jinxing. I made sure to pay careful attention to the synergism among these elements. And then there's taurine. Taurine is an amino acid. If you look up taurine, the most predominant use of it probably is that it's an antioxidant and very important for the heart. Uh, and it is, but it also helps maintain the nervous system. So super important. What's also not so known about taurine is this. This is important, folks. You probably have never heard this. It, whatever mood you may be in, you might be on the depressed end. You might have uh, a diagnosable disorder like bipolar or schizophrenia or some sort of personality disorder, something that involves the neurotransmitters of the brain. What's so interesting about taurine is it acts like an adaptogen for the neurotransmitters of the brain, meaning no matter what your health issue is that involves your brain and your neurotransmitters, maybe they're too high, maybe they're too low, maybe there's a combination, taurine tends to balance those out. The things that high, that are high, taurine tends to bring down. The things that are low, taurine tends to bring up. Very interesting. Then the other very important product for maintaining your, the integrity of your, of your health and your lean body mass so that you age better by hopefully living longer in the non-disability stage of life is the use of creatine. So I use an alkalinized creatine. And that's the most important one because it helps maintain the acid-base balance of the body so that if you come, become too acid, your lean tissue breaks down. So you'll notice, like I have, I mean, I'm, a, I'm 52 years old, and I take my super creatine product, and I am actually getting more and more muscular as I age since I started to put this product together than I ever did before, and I'm not doing anything differently. I also made sure to combine the creatine with L-glutamine. So most of you have heard of L-glutamine. Very quickly, L-glutamine is the most abundant amino acid in the human body. It is essential for intestinal health, leaky, anything you can name, small intestine bacterial overgrowth, immune system of the gut, you must have glutamine. And Glutamine is another product that in the, the muscular world, in the sports world, they're way ahead of the medical world. They've known forever that glutamine helps maintain their lean organ mass, both their muscles and their organ mass, by helping to prevent the breakdown of lean organ mass, which is, by definition, aging. So glutamine at 3,000 milligrams is ideal per day to maintain lean body mass, to promote weight loss, get rid of the bad weight. I also combine it with one of my favorite supplements, which is DMG, which helps to repair the tissues along with, the, with a certain form of, of, of carnitine called tartrate, 
Carnitine tartrate is the best form that pulls fatty acids in the body like omega-3 fats, the EPA, DHA, into the cells. And we all need that. It's not enough to just take omega-3s. It's got to get through the cell membrane into the cell, okay? The cell membrane is on the outside of the cell. We can get further reduction of loss of lean organ mass if we take glutamine with the creatine, with the DMG, with the carnitine, N-taurine, plus lipoic acid. Now, don't worry about remembering all these things because it, they're all already mixed up in my super creatine product. Let's move on to my next favorite, which I mentioned earlier before, which is the whey protein. Whey protein has, when it is a whey protein concentrate, folks, there's an isolate and there's a concentrate. They both do have their place. So depending on the patient I'm seeing and what the health problem is, I may choose one or the other form and or I might um, choose both. But I decided to mention the concentrate form of whey protein because it has the greatest amount of study and I have the most experience with that, meaning I've used all kinds of whey. There's even more than two kinds, but the, the concentrate, I've gotten the best results for what? For weight loss promotion? for maintenance of lean organ mass, for improvements in immunity and repair and liver detoxification. Whey can do all of that. When whey is produced, like I have my whey produced with no heat, I, ha I have the water filtered from it and the casein removed from my whey. So that if you're casein intolerant, you will have no problem with my whey protein. If you're lactose intolerant, you will almost never have a reaction to my whey protein. So I base the whey protein dose on the lean body mass measurements or if you take about one gram of whey protein per pound of body weight, that's about what you need per day. I'll repeat that. One gram of whey protein concentrate per one gram of lean body mass, particularly if you're 50 years old and older. That's a dose meant to reduce catabolism. Catabolism is bad. Catabolism means breaking down. Anabolism is building up. So you want to have your anabolism exceed your catabolism. That's just a fancy way of me saying what I said earlier in the show. You want the repair process to exceed the disrepair process. So whey protein in a concentrate form, very, very essential for any health building plan that you are thinking of. And then I mentioned the CoQ10. You need at least 300 milligrams a day. That I didn't tell you earlier. The ubiquinone form is great in 300 milligrams. And if you combine the CoQ10 with about 300 milligrams of DMG, dimethylglycine, a one-to-one -one ratio, 300 to 300, you are going to boost energy, cellular energy. So whether it's brain cells, whether it's thyroid cells, which are, whether it's muscle cells, whether it's intestinal organ cells, splenic cells, you name it, that is the ideal ratio based on the studies. I am unaware of another company that has combined this in a one-to-one -one ratio, and I wondered why. And then it, all of a sudden, it just occurred to me, they are not reviewing the medical and nutrition literature well. Whenever I put a formula together, I do a massive search of two medical databases. Sorry about that, folks. Those two medical databases are the Cochrane database and the National Library of Medicine database. And the research is right there that that is the right number. I mentioned the probiotics. I told you that we want a, a balance of lactobacillus acidophilus and a balance of bifidobacterium. A minimum dose I find which is effective for people is about 6 billion CFUs. Again, if you take that 6 billion with some whey protein, then it's going to act like it's 12 billion. And remember, probiotics are not merely for just local gut issues. Probiotics affect virtually every organ. They, remember I mentioned they help mental emotional health. They are detoxifiers. They can lower cholesterol. Uh, they produce chemicals in the intestinal tract that reduce local colon cancer risk. They produce other chemicals in the intestinal tract that make their way 
th- uh, through the body, through various pathways, the blood vessels, through the what are called tight junctions of the small intestine, and they can affect and do affect immunity and inflammation uh, in virtually every organ, tissue, and gland in the body. Now, let's move on to a proper detox for the purpose of uh, living longer in the non-disability stage of life and also proper weight or weight loss. I'll quickly say about weight that if you want to lose weight more permanently and from the right places, right folks, you do not want to be losing lean body mass. You want to be losing excessive water and fat. So what you do is you must detoxify. You have to detoxify based on what toxins you're talking about. However, I do start people out with my detox one, two, three, and four when I can't uh, determine what the, the toxins are in a person that's causing weight gain. You see, there's a, a saying, and it goes like this. The solution to pollution is dilution. The solution to pollution is dilution. So in the body, there's all these toxins. The body makes the toxins themselves. It takes them in from outside. They store in the fatty tissues in the body. Any cell in the body of every organ that has a fatty membrane is toxic. You can't always test every toxin, so you just have to cover your bases as much as you can. There are approximately eight or nine different detox pathways in the body. There's three major ones in the liver. So the detox one, two, three, four is like a general coverage. And then I will use specific amounts given the person, given their weight, their lean body mass weight, and all the other factors that I need to consider for a person so I can choose the right additional detoxifying agents that make sense. So for example, if you believe that you have mercury toxicity, then you need to use uh, detoxifiers that actually have been shown to detoxify mercury. So, you know, mud, mud baths and ionic foot baths and spirulina, none of those work to remove metals, for example. I'm just giving you three quick examples to make the point that detoxification is not simply detoxification. You must use the right detoxifier for the right toxin in the right person at the right time in the right dose. So if you're dealing with mercury, for example, you need N-acetylcysteine or NAC. That's called NAC, N-A-C. This is a a mucolytic. It breaks up mucus. It is an anti-infectious agent against bacteria, parasites, fungi, viruses, and it is a chelator. It binds very safely to mercury and helps bring it out of the body by turning that mercury from a fat-soluble type that's stuck in the body as a fat and turning it into a water-soluble type. The nutrition that you give, whether it's diet or supplementation for detoxification efforts for the purpose of living better and living better longer, has to match your needs. If you have too much arsenic, you want B12. Almost no one thinks of that. But you want you don't want the methylated B12. You want the cyano B12. And some of you are thinking cyano B12. Cyano like cyanide? <laughs> the, the cyanide in B12 is never going to affect you. The only people that think that are those that are very anxious about that, meaning there's an anxiety component. The cyanide in the middle of B12 is infinitesimal and completely unnoticed. But if you disagreed with that, fine. Then we choose something else, but it's got to be the right thing. Let me give you another example. If we want to detoxify estradiol, 17-beta estradiol, which is a pro-cancerous estrogen, we have to take the right detoxifiers. We would definitely want magnesium because magnesium works in what's called phase two detox. That is the phase that requires magnesium and that is the phase of detoxification that estradiol is worked on by the body, you see. So the toxins that you're exposed to are managed in the body in different phases of detox. So you have to have the right stuff, the right form of an amount of curcumin, for example, and glycine and DMG I mentioned earlier, dimethylglycine, and chlorella. All of that will help detoxify estrogens. 
So I put together in the Detox 1, 2, 3, 4, general detoxification for daily use so you can live well each day and not be stressed out through a hard and heavy detox, but your body's just managing it daily. If some of my patients need hard and heavy detox for some reason, we've got to get toxins out. We just don't have a whole lot of time because they're extremely sick. Then it's important to produce a a combination of detoxification efforts that the person can handle, but they have to be effective. They have to be specific for what you're detoxifying. The other thing that is very important for overall aging well is the use of digestive enzymes. So I am in favor of using enzymes which cover a few bases. Low stomach acid, low pancreatic enzymes, the proteases, the lipases, the amylases, those are the pancreatic enzymes, and also bile acids plus gentian root. So I've combined all of those in something called Detox Absorb. So my Absorb product has all of those. Why? If you're 50 and over and you have low stomach acid, and the the symptoms and signs of low stomach acid, folks, could be absolutely any problem that you can name because if you're not absorbing with low stomach acid, then any problem can happen due to the malabsorption. If you malabsorb, uh, let's say, zinc, then you might have fertility issues. If you malabsorb proteins, you might have any number of mental emotional disorders because you're not absorbing proteins to make neurotransmitters. If you're malabsorbing, uh, let's say, uh, protein and you can't build up the immune system, you might have chronic infections. Your Lyme disease might linger longer. And you think throwing a few herbs at Lyme disease is going to make it go away. Not going to happen. So the point is that We must handle the entirety of the digestive system. So if you have low stomach acid, your pancreas is probably working harder than it has to to make up for what the stomach is not digesting in terms of protein. So eventually the pancreas gets fatigued. The digestive pancreas gets fatigued. And then the liver has a gallbladder, right, on the back of it which has a tube from the gallbladder that goes right into the small intestine. And the small intestine, when when food goes in there, there are neurohormonal signals which tell the liver that bile acids are needed to emulsify fats, let's say. Fats which make hormones, fats which help absorb fat-soluble nutrients like vitamin A, D, E, K, omega-3 fats, melatonin, lipoic acid, CoQ10, the list goes on and on. If you're not digesting fats, you're not digesting any of those nutrients well. So I put uh, ox bile into my digestive product. Now, for those of you who are vegetarian or vegan and do not want to take animal products, I do things a different way. But that way is not going to be as good as, as the food product way in terms of digestive enzymes. The pancreatic enzymes that I put in my product, they have a much wider pH ability to manage digestion. Meaning that if someone's like super, super low in their pH in their stomach, let's say, or their intestinal tract, or someone's super, super high, the animal enzymes work much better with a wide pH, but the plant products do not. So I'll tend to have people take my detox absorb at one of them with a meal three times a day, a meal equaling about a handful of food. And then if they tolerate that well, if they don't have heartburn or or extreme gas or bloating, you might have some gas or bloating at the beginning for a few days, but then you have them increase it to two of the detox absorbs three times a day. And then the next day, if they're tolerating it three, three times a day, and I go up from there under supervision to figure this out. So there's another supplement I I must mention, the use of omega-3 fatty acids. The thing about omega-3s is I I like to use a liquid most of the time. So I use DHA liquid because DHA is the most anti-inflammatory, the most immunomodulating. There's the greatest amount of DHA in the brain, which tells every other organ what to do. I'm not saying I don't ever use EPA. I like to use EPA and DHA when I am using EPA in the form of, of krill oil. But I also like to use a concentrated DHA because when you 
take a tablespoon of that. It's got like a lemon flavor to it. The protein's been removed, so it doesn't cause regurg. It helps to coat the digestive tract and really just calm down inflammation and also impact healing. And leaky gut actually helps you absorb DHEA, or I should say DHA, my apologies. DHA is the fish oil. DHEA is an adrenal hormone. We're talking about the fish oil, DHA. So we want to have a good dose of DHA, which you'll get in a tablespoon of the omega-3s. Unless you're overweight, then you would take two tablespoons. Or if you're very, very physically active like I am, I take two tablespoons. We're talking anti-cardiovascular conditions, anti-cancer effects, pro, I should say, anti-inflammatory effects, um, Integrity of cell membranes of cells are, are dependent by DHA. The DHA component of omega-3s form most of the structure of most of the cell membranes in the human body. If the structure starts to get screwy as you, get, as you age, then everything gets screwy. Your, your biological age just jumps up. It's just bad news. The only person who should not take the omega-3, and by the way, should not take my, uh, my CoQ10, my ubiquinol product, are people who are on blood thinning medications. If you are on those, you must be under my supervision for that. You can't just take those. You can cause hemorrhagic stroke or, or excessive bleeding. The DHA also improves hair quality, skin quality, even bone quality. It improves detoxification. And again, it keeps that brain very healthy. It's one of the things that keeps the brain very, very healthy because you know we've got this alarming incidence of dementia in the United States. It's just terrible. And speaking of dementia, let's jump back to what are some of the ways that, you know, we scientists believe uh, human beings age. It's important to understand something about the mechanisms of what is known about aging, because if, you know, if you're thinking like this, folks, about like some insights about how things happen in the body, you'll be able to choose better what you're eating and we're going to talk about foods uh, in a little bit. And also supplementation, much, much better if you know the chemistry. That's why if you go to, let's say, a nutritionist who got a degree online that does not have basic chemistry, that's a problem. Look, I have lots of diplomas and lots of certifications in nutrition. I have two board certifications in nutrition. I'm a licensed dietitian nutritionist. I'm a licensed certified nutrition specialist, certified clinical nutritionist. I'm a sports nutritionist. But I admit to you, I also got a, a naturopathic degree from an online course over 28 years ago, which was one of the best you know, learning I've ever had, except it did not give biochemistry training, so it was limited. And I learned a lot of wrong things. Now, I know I just said it was one of the best learning experiences I ever had. It's true. But most of what was taught was just wrong. But a lot, but a lot of it was not. So it is possible for someone to get an online degree who eventually knows what they're doing. But in all of the years that I have taught, and I teach all over the country, in other countries, um, locally, the best nutritionists have to understand and have to have formal training in biochemistry. Anyway. How do we age? We age because of how life itself washes over our genes. And what I mean by washing over our genes, our genetics, is that we have genetics in our cells, but then if we have chemicals that are that that are uh, that our cells are exposed to, our genetics are exposed to, and if there's bad diet, our genetics are exposed to. If it's stress, if it's poor water quality, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, electromagnetic influences. These factors that are on top of our genes, which make us susceptible to poor aging and disease, they're called epigenetic factors. We also age because our hormones take us a nosedive. So that's why if someone does not have a history of prostate or breast cancer, I will put them on DHEA, dihydroepiendosterone, which is adrenal hormone. I start them at 25 milligrams in the morning taken with food. Then, oxidative stress theory. We break down because we oxidize, we burn. Detox 1, 2, 3, 4 has tens of thousands of plant antioxidants and phytonutrients which capture oxidants, which break down tissues. So for those of you joining us way late in the show, my name is Dr. Michael Wald. You're listening to Ask the Blood Detective. We're talking about how to age better. 
To reach me, you can dial my number at 914-552-1442. Send me your show ideas. You want to speak with me to become a patient of mine, work with me directly, I'd be happy to. You can email me at info at blooddetective.com, info at blooddetective.com. Listen to all my shows, either in the archives here on this station, or you can get them very easily on my blog at intmedny.com. So we age because of epigenetic factors, folks. We age because our hormones take a nosedive. We age because of oxidative stress. And then we age because of this little thing called a telomere, which is a tail, so to speak, that comes off our chromosomes. And basically, as you age, the thing shortens up. The telomere shortens. So it's called the telomere shortening theory. All of these theories I spoke about are just a couple of the, the theories on how we age. And we may age through other ways. And these are not independent of each other. So we need to give the proper nutritional support for all of this so that we age better. And I mentioned that it's always a balance between genetics, your genetics, versus your environment. Even with breast cancer, most women I see with breast cancer are shocked to find out that most women who get breast cancer do not have the BRCA gene, less than 0.1%. So most women getting breast cancer are getting breast cancer because of exposures in their external environment those epigenetic factors that mess up a bunch of genes, but there's no one of them that's really busted, okay? So toxins, bad food, poor air quality, poor water quality, electromagnetic radiation, ionic radiation, uh, breaking our DNA, messing us up. So what I do with my patients is I measure a variety of biomarkers. The body composition is a biomarker. That means if the test gets better, we're statistically improving the length of non-disability in a person or at least offsetting early disease. I mention, I measure oxidative markers. I don't just measure vitamin C levels. I measure tests of vitamin C use. I'm, I test in every patient, practically, tests of malabsorption because if you don't absorb normally, none of this really matters. Since cardiovascular disease is a number one killer, I measure tests of arterial stiffness. I want to know your arterial stiffness. I need to know how your nervous system is functioning. So I do what's called autonomic nervous system tests. I must know your bone density. Because if you're losing bone mass, that calcium is hardening your bones. It's hardening your brain. It's hardening your joints. It's hardening your arteries. So there are many, many, many biomarkers. And I did a show on biomarkers called biomarkers that you might want to listen to that talk about other tests that I might do with people. You want to know objectively if your efforts are actually working. The majority of people that I see they somehow are trusting that they are um, aging better. They say I, they feel good, but lots of people can feel good, that you can feel well and still have hardening of the arteries. You can still feel well and have excessive oxidative stress. The body is an amazing adapter. It can adapt to all sorts of adverse uh, situations. And the last thing that might go wrong is the alarm system of the body uh, telling you, by the way, here's some pain or discomfort or chronic symptoms. Now you're aware that you are not actually as healthy as you think. So, you know, I think of how, you know, one's perception of how they feel as, as literally the tip of the iceberg. So not too long ago, I was in Alaska and I was looking at um, these icebergs and I noticed that it really is true what is said about the tip of the iceberg because these icebergs were floating. Some of them were absolutely massive. And you see them on the top of the water, but then you can see them below the water too, and they are far larger under the surface. My point is, by using this illustration, is the tip of the iceberg means the tip of the iceberg is the smallest part. So you're feeling well. I'm glad you're feeling well if you're feeling well. But that does not at all have anything to do. The tip has nothing to do with the rest that's under the water, which is usually bigger. The only way you could know if you truly are interested in prevention of disease and aging better is you must do. You must consider doing biomarkers. You have to do something 
objective to know if your body's giving you all the signals. So what we, we're, many of us are simply just aging poorly. We have a shorter lifespan, a good amount of us, although the national average seems to suggest we're living longer. Well, there is some average man or average woman that may be living longer, but averages, as I've said before in other shows, averages don't exist. They are averages of some fake man or fake woman. I am interested in you. I am interested in how you age and your quality of life. I want you living longer during the non-disability stage of life, which means you are more able to enjoy life longer as opposed to people who are living longer, yes, but during the disability stage of life. They can barely walk. They don't taste their foods. They don't smell. They have headaches. Their skin is a mess. They have heart disease. They have cancer. They're surviving strokes, but they're, they are messed up from them and can't live life. They have a poor memory. Their energy is just not there. So we all want to age well. So we want to impact a number of things. We need to impact immune balance. We, don't want, we do not want autoimmunity, which is too much of a good thing. And we don't want hypoimmunity, which is too low of a good thing. The right combinations of foods and supplementation works towards balancing immunity. As far as, um, as far as foods go, the thing about it is this. Since the turn of the century, people are eating, statistically, more refined and processed sugars and foods now than ever before. And we have an increased risk of death from basically all causes. And we're eating too much saturated fat hydrogenated fats and trans fats than ever before in human history. Maybe that has something to do with how poorly we're aging. We are consuming concentrated fruit juices, which is uh, adversely affecting our blood sugar levels and then how our body ages. We're consuming more animal products than ever before. The quality of animal products that we're consuming are obviously adulterated. They're loaded with steroids. They're loaded with antibiotics. The animals are stressed. And even if they're organic or a free range, you know, there, there is still a problem with eating more red meat. We have too much consumption of omega-6 fatty acids. Too much omega-6, which is the pro-inflammatory fatty acids. We are eating far less fiber than we ever did since the turn of the century. And that may be associated with increased risk of disease and living a longer time in the disability stage of life as opposed to the non-disability stage of life. And hey, let's throw in allergens in there and hypersensitivities and digestive intolerances and gluten problems and GMO problems. Woo, oh my goodness. You know, it's just, it's incredible. We, we live as long as we do. But again, quality is quality. I went to a fair recently in Westchester, an outdoor fair, and I'm walking around with my wife, and I'm looking at people, and uh, practically everyone was overweight. Very few people that I saw, and there were thousands of people at this fair, and I'm walking around for hours. They couldn't run 10 feet. Uh, they, I could see they were bloated. I could see their fluid retention. I can see their arthritis. I could see poor liver function based on the color of their skin. I could see their cardiovascular disease due to the diagonal crease in their uh, earlobes. All sorts of, of, of signs I could see on people of all this disease. And by the way, I did, I think, two or three shows on diseases that you can see in the mirror. So you may want to look at those again, diseases that you can see in the mirror. You can just look at yourself and you're going to get a lot of um, important information to tell you about how your body is not aging well. So what we want, obviously, as we prolong our non-disability stage of life is we want to improve uh, our overall energy and perception of energy and well-being. We want to improve or maintain good strength throughout the body. We want to improve or maintain excellent coordination, uh, flexibility, and stamina. Once again, we want that clear thinking, though, because I do have a good deal of patients who are physically, they seem okay in most ways, but they have dementia or minimum brain dysfunction. So that's something that uh, 
uh, is that needs to be focused on. That's why I mentioned focusing on detox three, another supplementation and foods and DHA and CoQ10, so that and whey protein for neurotransmitters. So we maintain our brain. Maintain your brain. That's a that's a good book title. <laughs> maintain your brain, and that way through these sort of methods we can help maintain ourselves relatively free of disability. Sure, you might have some arthritis here and there. I mean, as a human being living on the planet, something's going to happen. But, this, but we can do quite a lot to mitigate that damage. And of course, mitigating that damage has to do with managing how we internalize stress in our lives, how we make things mean what we make them mean. And we have to ask ourselves, is that interpretation, is our filter uh, healthful for us or not? So I tend to work with patients towards managing their internalizations of external events. Um, most, many, I should say, individuals pay very little or no attention to their reactions to things, uh, stopping and saying, wait a second, I do not have to react in a stressed out way to produce stress hormones which age me and give me more disease. Maybe I can see things a different way. Uh, so we go through a process of managing uh, that as well. Very, very important. And of course, as part of our, our wellness choices, we want to eat organically whenever possible. We want to eat non-GMO. We want to eat low glycemic foods. We want to eat with a certain meal frequency. Some people need to eat every few hours. Other people should eat much less frequently, by the way, folks. Maybe that's something we'll talk about in another show. Um, we need to drink purified water like reverse osmosis water, for example. We do not ever want to drink or smoke, but if you're breathing air on this planet, you're, you're smoking. So we need to manage that nutritionally. We want to reduce our stress. We need to reduce, I'm sorry, we need to improve our exercise regularity. Exercise is not staying busy and shopping a lot, which some patients have told me. Exercise needs to be something you're doing at least 35 to 45 minutes every other day. And the type of exercise should be based upon your exact needs. Most people confuse exercise with what is called activities of daily living. Those things that you do where you're not bringing your heart rate up into the 70 to 75 or 80% of your heart rate's maximum is an exercise of daily living. You need that. That's fine. But you need more than that. So I am very good at figuring out the kinds of exercises that people can do based on their lifestyles so I do not set them up for failing. Sometimes things just have to be at home. So whether it's jump roping or some other technique, there's so many things that I, I teach my patients regarding that. It's got to be the right exercise for their bodies and the right exercise for their health problems. It has to be doable and that's just the way it has to go. And a few other quick considerations for weight loss mistakes and, and living well is you don't want to undereat without the proper nutrition. You don't want to overexercise. You don't want to underexercise. You should figure out your supplements and even your foods based on some biochemical testing and a bunch of questionnaires. I use my blood detective questionnaire and my biomarkers. And you want to, we have to consider your medications, what your hormonal balances are, what your genetic predispositions are, and your other lifestyle factors like stress and sleep. Wow. Well, that was a lot. I, I would, you know, that all the time has just flown by. This was a great topic and I, and I appreciate you uh, providing it to me, you the listening audience. So you have been listening to me. My name is Dr. Michael Wall. This is Ask the Blood Detective. Every week we're going to have another show that if you listen and then if you start to apply some of the concepts within, you should make a difference towards improving the portion of your life that you are living free from pain and disability. That's the non-disability stage of life. To reach me, please call me at 914-552-1442. Send me an email. Let me know what you liked about the show. Give me other show topics at my email at info at blooddetective.com. Thanks very much, everyone. I'll talk to you soon and have a great day. Too late.